0: days and When we eat on it, it's something that she prepared a few days before that and Then when she brings it out, and then we eat on that meal that we had a couple days ago And if Anything that she would bring me something I don't like She knows I don't like it so she won't bring it to me. But when we come to church today, we sit down and we listen to what the Lord wants to say to us. Today we we, we come in and we sit at the Lord's table. And when we sit at the Lord's table, He gives Pastor Mark a message. He gives us a meal that we need to eat that day. Like I said, sometimes some things I don't like to eat. Some things I just don't care for. I don't eat. Spinach, you know. Sorry, Pastor. You thought I was a Christian. Anyways, can I I just with Carlos Uh, uh, um, But I I can eat it, but I just don't like it. I don't care for it. But when Pastor Mark comes and he preaches to us, and when he brings us that meal that the Lord has given him to give to us he does that the Lord fed those folks and he gave them something and he gave them to the disciples and when the pastor comes and when he preaches to us and when he tells us what we need to do and what we don't need to do we need to take that message and take that meal that the, the Lord has given us through him and share it with other people they did, the disciples didn't hang on that food, said oh well, this is enough for us I have to bet you guys enjoy the rest of your evening, but you know he fed them through the disciples he feeds us to feed other people, Amen. and as we come um, Sister Ben and Heidi comes up and we're going to sing some songs let's pray that God that God will uh, give us a real desire to hear his word and to do what his word tells us to do. And so let's continue on with our worship today and let us um, worship God and let us just praise, him. praise the Lord.
1: Said that when he said that uh, you know she, she made extra and put it in the freezer so had to eat it later it was like why are you putting it in the freezer later is just a couple hours <laughs> it, it'll last in the refrigerator <laughs> you know listen uh, especially when you're uh, when you're talking about the word of the Lord I can't go very long without eating you know I, I I've got this issue with my blood sugar and I um, I eat every couple hours I have something you know not a full meal usually <laughs> but you know I eat every couple hours and I think spiritually in order to keep our levels right in order to keep ourselves in the in the right frame of mind and to keep everything balanced in our life that we should not be going very far very long in between spiritual meals yes, exactly. we, we ought we ought to feast on the word of god and, and it's uh you know it's it's abundant amen. it's there all
0: the time yes amen. there's
1: always something cooking yes, very <laughs> very <hard. laughs> amen. Uh, stand with me today Any anyone excited about I have to to switch here real quick. I've got to switch and make sure I have all these songs there. You know, I I always talk about loving the old songs, and I do. But, you know, I also, well, I can't put those on and read this. Uh, I, I do, but from the time I was 12 years old, I always played the drums. So one thing with being a musician is you don't generally sing, and so I can't remember all the words. <laughs> so, Sister so Bedloss, as we uh, as we sing today, I'm, I'm going to try to just get those words right. If I mess up, you just keep going. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, y'all, uh, y'all sing with us today. Let's just worship the Lord, yeah. and uh, we're we're going to kind of do a little throwback Sunday here this morning. Amen. Is that all right? Amen. Is it all right yeah. to sing some of the old ones? Yeah. Yeah. All good. I'm glad you said okay. on on that, isn't it? Let's sing that other verse. I don't want to leave it out. let verse then. Yeah. What would what would church be? What would our service to God be? What would our, our time of coming together be if, if we didn't serve a God that would receive us and that would welcome us and pardon us and cleanse us and relieve us? Yes. That wouldn't would make sure that the promises in his word were were followed and, and, and that they were sure and we could trust in them. That's oh, awesome. I thank God this morning that we serve a God that is faithful and is true. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Alright, alright. We're going, to, uh, we're going to give you an opportunity right now to uh, give unto the Lord, or ushers can come, or usher. <laughs> How many of you here have, have, uh, can, can recognize in your life that over this past week some sort of a blessing of God? And now, God is so good to us And you know Part of those blessings Are our are, are prosperity Our financial prosperity But uh, you know There are so many ways That God prospers us Money is just One tiny little portion Of the blessings and the Prosperity of God You know I I believe in the the, the the biblical principle of sowing and reaping. Okay. I believe that God blesses his people yeah. financially, right. but oh, if, if that's all God did for me, I got I to gotta tell you I'd be miserable. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Because while, you know, while people in the world are, are, are focused on the material things, it's not my focus. Right. My, right. my my focus is, is in a life
0: hereafter. Yeah. It, it's, it's
1: on the other yeah. side yeah. of yeah. this. Yeah. That that song that we sang and talk about talked about uh, down uh, just beyond the river and talking about that golden strand. That's talking about streets of gold. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's where my hope lies. That's right. My my hope lies in, in the eternal, in yeah. the things that are to come. Yes, Amen. And listen, we all we all need uh, finances to survive here in this world. Sure. God provides for us, but He provides in us for us in so many other yeah. ways. Yeah. Yeah. And this is just one way that we can give back to God. Amen. Now, listen, from your pastor, let me just talk to you a minute. Don't let this be the only way that you give to God. That's right. That's right. Mm. Don't. Don't stop paying your tithes. Don't stop giving and offerings and doing those things because that's the word of God. Yeah. But it's also the word of God that we're supposed to be His children and we're supposed to be about the Father's business. That's right. We're, we're right. going to talk a little bit more today of, uh, about some of those things. But listen, it's 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 more than just finances. That's right. 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 Amen. 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 So as you give today. You're giving in honoring the Word of God. That's
2: right. you're,
1: you're being obedient to the Word of God, and, and you know as, as you give, God God pours back into your life. Amen. Amen. Scripture says it's in good measure pressed down, shaken up, shaken together, running over. That's right. Amen. Amen. Can anybody testify to that? If that Listen, God has been way too good to me. Amen. And he's given me so much more than I deserve. And so today I want to give back to him. Amen. Lord, bless it in Jesus. Amen. Why don't you come bring your tithe and your offering? these songs and think think about as a you may be singing, Think about as a as a child when we would sing these uh, in, in church and you know old brother Ted would be up there leading song service or, or uh, Brother Strauss would be up there. They'd be singing these songs. And and I can remember as a kid that when they would sing this one in particular, man, I would get excited because, man, I'd rub my hands together and get them ready because I was fixing to do some clapping. Me and some of my friends, we, we had this thing that, you know, we'd sit with our parents or we'd sit in different places on the in the church <laughs> and we'd try to outdo the other one on the clap. <laughs> you know, listen, I, I know that as a kid it was competition, but you know, as an adult, that's kind of carried over in my life because when there comes a song, a worship song, and it's time to start praising the Lord, Amen. listen, I'm not here to outdo you. But I want to give it everything yes, I have. Yeah, hey. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Man, I can remember, we we would, during the week, we would, uh, you know, uh, each one of us young guys, you know, we would spend time trying to figure out how we could clap the lions, you know. You know, there were those there were those flap flaps like that. But then we found out, you know, if you cup your hands just a little bit, <laughs> and, and so, you know, everybody else around the church need doing this little, you know, thing like this. <laughs> you know. Hey, hey, listen, you know. It's all about praising God, and and you could hear us. I can promise you, you could hear us throughout (laughs) that throughout that sanctuary. Mm. I love praising God. I enjoy worshiping the Lord. Whether it's clapping my hands or whether it's singing, whether it's lifting up a, a holy hand before the Lord, whether it's dancing or shouting or whatever it is, amen. I want to praise God because he deserves it. That's amen. Right. amen, amen. That's it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh. All right. I'm going to get off of that now. I'm, I'm going to get off of the old time here. Yeah. How many of y'all enjoyed those songs this morning? Amen. 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 We're going to do that occasionally here, yes. and uh, we're going to start bringing in some of the old songs again. Yes. I like it. Um, I did have a couple announcements to make. I wanted to let you know that uh, next week, next yeah, next week, this coming Sunday, a week from now, um, uh, our bishop. Uh, Mr. Jones is going to be out here uh, preaching for us, and uh, I, I want everyone to you know make a special effort. Be here for this. Um, he's coming out to talk to the church and to, to minister to us, and I believe it's going to be a, a you know a great service. Amen. So I just I want everyone to know if there's some that aren't here today, call them. Let them know. Let them know that he's going to be here, and let's just have a a really good. Uh, showing here. Let's have a good attendance and uh, let's all be here ready to to worship God and just have a great service. Amen. 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 Last time that he was out here, I believe we had two people that received the Holy Ghost. Sure. So, uh, hey, listen, let's put a little pressure on it. Let's have a bunch <laughs> of people show up that need the Holy yeah. Ghost. And this time, you know, he's got to outdo himself. Yeah. You know, then we, we, we we may have three or four that get the Holy Ghost coming time, and, and that's all right with me, and, and you know what? God forgive me. I, I may have just limited God. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. We may have however many God wants. Right. It's good to have some guests with us today. Uh, is it Camplin? Yeah. <laughs> and and Jacqueline. It is so good to have uh, them here with us today, down from New York. Enjoying this are you? That's a wonderful thing. It's it's good to have you here today. They're guests of have been lost and so uh, just welcome them today and uh, as before we before we leave make sure you greet them. I know you will anyway. But uh, let's just uh let's just Praise the Lord and just have a good time today. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Anyone ready for the word of the Lord? Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, here we go. We're going to get started this morning. Um, stand with me for the reading of the word. We return to uh, Matthew chapter 22. And uh, I don't know, it may be more teaching, more preaching. We'll see how God how God goes this morning. Uh, we're going to begin in verse 34 and I'm going to read through verse 40 It says, but when the Pharisees had heard That he had put the Sadducees to silence They were gathered together Then one of them, which was a lawyer Asked him a question, tempting him And saying, Master Which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him Thou shalt love the Lord thy God With all thy heart with all thy soul and with all thy mind uh-huh. This is the first And great uh-huh. commandment uh-huh. And the second is like Unto it thou shalt love Thy neighbor as thyself On these two Commandments hang all The law and the prophets. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen I want to uh, I want to talk to us <laughs> for just a few minutes Today I've titled this It all starts here. And uh, why don't you just uh, put your bibles down. Let's pray. Let's just ask God's presence just to move among us. Let the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Lord We love you we thank you for your word we thank you god for what you're doing here today we thank you god lord for your presence that we feel right now in this place god we ask you just to anoint the word today god open our hearts and our minds lord speak to us today god lord we can hear from you that we can grow in faith and in our relationship with you god lord minister today as you desire Jesus. Amen. Why don't you greet someone around you
2: as you're seated today? you Yes. Yeah.
1: How about our new screen?
2: Does
1: that, that, that make Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. good. <laughs> good. I, um, I, I had one up there. Brother Carlos and I were over here uh, a little over a week ago and we put one up and uh, it was brand new. Got it hung and it was defective. So I had to take it down and send it back and have them send us another. So. Uh, I apologize for the delay, but it's here and seems to be working well. So well, thank the Lord uh, How many of you have ever maybe shown up at a, at a party or at someone's house and you know we're gonna have some fellowship and, and, and you show up and, and there's a a board game that they're playing or, or you know, maybe it's some, some dominoes or, or I, I don't know some game, you know, and uh they, they've already started, but they just started, and so they invite you to join in, and, and you have to kind of come in and and, and join in and, and kind of catch up where they're at, you know. I don't know. To me, that's just too stressful, you know, because especially with me, I don't know a lot of the rules on a lot of the board games. I don't play a lot of board games. I'm just not a a game-type person, but things like that, if, if you're not there from the beginning, sometimes it can be difficult to kind of fit in and, and, and catch up and, and, and get get to where you're supposed to be, and so today, I, I've entitled this, It All Starts Here, because I want us all to have a base on which we can build. We're all going to start from the same place, and and that's what Jesus was talking about here. Now, It's interesting, I I love the way Jesus started out this, uh, you know, this, or, or the writer here started out this account, because he said, when the Pharisees had heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, what that really means is he shut the mouth of the Pharisees. They came together to question him and try to trip him up and try to get him to to say something or make a mistake against the law. And when Jesus had answered them and given them an answer that they could not dispute, they shut their mouth. And the Bible tells us that they didn't gather anymore to try to question him. They learned their lesson. I'm dealing with a master. Right. And, and, and and there's no coming against the master and disputing the word or arguing the word because he's going to put us to shame every time. Mm-hmm. And so we, we pick this account up where the Sadducees decide that, hey, listen, the Pharisees couldn't do it, but we're going to try. And so that's the spirit and the attitude that, that these people were coming to Jesus with. I really do not believe that they uh, were trying to figure out what was the greatest commandment, but that was the question that they asked him. And so he taught that these two commandments were that beginning point, that starting point, and that it was a base that had to be built on if you were going to be able to follow the rest of his teachings. So number one, Love God with all thy heart, soul, and mind. And number two, love thy neighbor as thyself. Simple enough, right? You know, I mean, on the surface, it looks like, well, hey, this is easy. I love God. I, I have, you know, a love for other people. I'm good. Check. But hold on.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> you know i may think i'm good but let's take a little bit of a closer look at these because we have to notice that this list that jesus gave these you know love the lord with your you know your heart your soul your mind love your neighbor as yourself the 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 heart soul and mind those words were preceded by all the the whole or the completeness completeness of your soul the whole or completeness of your mind not part not most not almost everything but everything
0: all of them
1: you know there there can't be that space in there for just that little uh, well you know I'm going to reserve this off to myself and God you can have 99% but this one little percent over here that's mine
2: Uh
1: That's not, all. That's not all Jesus said and, and Jesus was not one to Mince words When he said all, he meant all yeah, mm-hmm. right. And uh, So we want to We want to talk a little bit About this To love God with all of your heart Number one What does that mean? What is it? What, what is Jesus talking about there? When he talks about loving God With all of your heart well, he's, he's not, you know, saying that there's something in this little physical pump that's within us that, that causes us to love God. No. What he's talking about is our feelings and our emotions. Let me let me give you a couple of scriptures here to kind of help you understand this. Genesis chapter 6, verse 5. We're all the way back here towards the very beginning of the word of the Lord. And the scripture says, and God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. And that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Now, what that, if we had to try to translate that and put that into something that we could, you know, maybe more, it said that every concept that man developed through his emotions was only evil continually. See, our emotions can be formed and shaped by the influences of the the things that are around us. And so that's why the scripture. Tells us in Psalm 37 and 4 that we should delight thyself also in the Lord, and He shall give thee the desires of thine heart. So, what what, you go, Pastor? Well, wait a minute, we're talking about the heart. What, what, What are you talking about there? That doesn't talk about the heart. No, it talks about delighting thyself in God. Our, our motto for this year Our theme for this year Is desiring God Desire God Desire God Desire, God. desire the things of God yeah. Let our desire be towards God yeah. and, and, and in that We have to learn to delight ourselves Because delight in that reference there in Psalm 37 Means to become pliable or moldable Our hearts, our emotions, our feelings are able to be molded and shaped. How many of you had a a childhood fear? Maybe you were afraid of the dark or you thought there was a monster under your bed. I didn't think there was a monster under my bed when I was a child, but now when I'm taking a nap, there's a monster under my bed. It's my daughter's cat.
0: <laughs> but, you
1: know, we have some fears as a child that we grew out of. I mean, hopefully none of y'all are afraid of the dark. You know, if so, most of your phones have flashlights on. You're going to be all right. <laughs> You know, but there are those things that, because of the the circumstances around you, because you you know, because you grow, because you you know, you start uh, your your intellect develops more and more as you get older, and, and all of those things. Some of those fears that we had as children, they're no longer fears. It's true. And so we see how emotions can be shaped. Fears can be shaped. So. God did not create man uh, with an evil heart But it was sin that molded and shaped the heart of man Away from the things of God And towards things that were evil and sinful right. And so if we want our hearts to al- align with God We must allow our emotions to be shaped by God yes. Amen? Amen Alright when y'all got that? No. <laughs> so throughout the Scripture, um, those things are talked about, and, and I'm not going to list all of these, but we're given uh, God's point of view in the Scriptures, and and our uh, our point of view needs to align with God's point. Of view. Yes. You know, in in the Bible, how many times have you read the phrase that their hearts were hardened? Mm-hmm. That meant that they couldn't be shaped and molded. Yeah. How many of you as a kid ever had play What happened if you left the lid off of the plate? It hardened and it was no good and you had to throw it away. And man, that was a bummer because then I, you know, I couldn't make things. So if we're going to allow our thoughts and our emotions and feelings to be aligned with God. We have to understand his point of view on things. Okay, um, there are, you know, depending on where you go, there's there's lists of emotions. Depending on who you talk to, basically uh, society has uh, kind of come to a consensus that there are six basic emotions: happy, sad. Anger, fear, disgust, and surprise. Yeah, those are the six basic emotions. I'm sure that right now you could, you know, if I if I ask you, you could identify something that makes you angry. You could identify uh, a thought or, or or maybe a memory that would bring happiness or sadness. Yeah. you could, you know, you could. Uh, Think of something that just absolutely disgusts you. I was going to say spinach. (laughs) There are things that the Bible talks about that makes God happy. And those are the things that ought to make us happy. There are things that displease him. And we ought to recognize those things and align that. In our life and say, listen, if this displeases God, then it should displease me too, because I'm his child, I'm made in his image. That's right. Scripture tells us that we can be angry and sin Sin not. And so anger is an emotion that we can have, but we have to be careful with. We have to keep it in check. That's right. right. God hasn't given us the spirit of fear. But there is a godly fear that all of us should have. Mm -hmm. Listen, if if you're not a little bit afraid or or have this this awe and respect of God, I can't understand that. The the all-knowing, all-powerful, creator of everything, he's everywhere, he sees us at all times. He knows our thoughts. He knows the intents of our heart. He knows everything about us. And he knew it before we were ever even conceived. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, sir. He knows the hairs on our head. And he knows our name.
2: That's
1: right. Yes. And and just to think about God brings a little bit of awe. Mm -hmm. And, and There's that godly fear that every man and woman should have. Yes. disgust or hate there are things that the Bible tells us that God hates many times those are labeled as abominations yes. things that God absolutely detests right. I can remember the old timers, that just makes me sick to my stomach <laughs> and finally surprise how many of you like surprises? Yeah. It's a mixed bag. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't like surprises. Right. But you know what? God, I don't think is a god of surprises. No. Because there are things that are going to come, and, and by, the Bible tells us about those things. Because God doesn't want to surprise us. Right. He's not trying to, you know, trying to make us fail. Or, or try to, you know, to 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 not make us aware. But He weighs out His plan from the beginning.
2: Yeah, right. He
1: says, "Listen, this, you know, these things are going to come to pass. But I'm telling you about them so that you're not afraid. Yeah. I, there's, there's things that are going to, uh, you know, there's a a day of reckoning that's yeah. coming. Yeah. And you know what? I want you to be ready so that. You don't have to go through those things So that you don't have to fear the, the judgment of God But that you can be a part of his bride And so he gives us the plan Before it's, before it's needed he, he tells us right up front Here is the plan Of how you can be saved right. And how you can miss All of these things to come yes. Amen. Uh, God's not a God of surprises no, that's right. Now That doesn't mean that God is not a God Of gifts Scripture tells us that you know, sometimes we surprise our our spouse or our kids we will surprise them with a gift God does that too Yeah, there's things that you know All of a sudden you get that check in the mail that you weren't expecting or or all of a sudden somebody You know gives you something and and blesses you with something or or you know you come home and This this doesn't happen to me because I've got too big a yard but You come home and your neighbors come over and mow the grass for you. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> but, you know, God knows how to give good gifts to his children. He does, right? And so he'll, he'll surprise us sometimes with a blessing.
2: Amen. But
1: it's not the surprise where we're going, you know, somebody jumps out behind the bush and scares you. Right. My brother-in-law used to be terrible about that. He he lived to find a moment to to scare somebody. <laughs> I remember as a child one year I had to take the trash out, and and they my parents had told me, Mark, you take the trash out. You know, and as as I am want to do? <laughs> I procrastinate. I've got a cup that says I put the pro in procrastinate, <laughs> and so I did that. I procrastinate, and so it was dark, and the trash. This was back before you know you had all of this you know the the, the street service where you just rolled it out to the road and it magically disappeared. No, this was where we had a big pit in the backyard that we would dig. We would take the trash back there and we put it there. About once a month, we would go back there and burn everything. And so I had to I had to walk out in the dark and walk out behind where you know where the pool was and around this fence and walk way back to where this was over by a, a, a little wooded area back there and take the trash out. So I'm out there and kid, I'm, I'm looking around, it's dark I got this, and my brother in law being the trickster that he is the second I walked out the back door, like, he took off, he went out the front door and snuck all the way around to where that fence was, and he waited for me, I couldn't see him, it was dark and man, I'm looking around trying to hurry out there and as soon as I got to that fence he jumped out and went, what? And man, it like to scared me out of my skin. I dropped the trash and ran, and I think he just about fell on the ground. Why? I should have made him take the trash the rest of the way out. <laughs> Listen, God's not going to do that to you. That's right. He's not a God of surprises. That's right. He's not going to try to, you know, try to do something at your expense. That's right. Amen. God loves you.
0: Yes. yes. Thank
1: you. Now, these that I've talked about are, are just a few examples, but you can see how that the world of view has shaped our emotions. Yes, it has. Yeah. You look at how that things that you know maybe when you were younger or, or a few years back, you know people weren't uh, they, they didn't get angry about. There there were things that, uh, all you had to do is look at the news, look at anything going on, look at social media. People are angry about everything and it used to not bother. Yeah. Why did they all of a sudden get angry about? Worldview and opinion has has changed in turn. Listen, some of those things. I agree with them. some of those things they don't bother me yeah. some of those things I disagree with on
0: right.
1: but you know what the one thing that I can't do is I can never let my feelings and my emotions override the Word of God yeah, and right. the things that, that the Scripture declares pleases or displeases God or makes him angry or doesn't make him angry. Right. I have to align with him. Amen. Right. Amen. The things that God hates, it seems like the world embraces sometimes. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. things that God loves, it seems like the world despises things. Right. Right. <laughs> Sin would would have us to continually live in fear. Right. And we know that that's not God's plan. No, amen. And the world takes anger to a level that it leads not only sin, but it goes to the extremes. Right. You know, used to, you know, if you accidentally uh, uh, did something wrong in traffic. The worst you had to fear was somebody blowing the horn and yelling at you. Right. It was a fist. <laughs> yeah. Anybody accusing me of anything. Right. <clears throat> but now, if you accidentally do something, you you know, it's not so much that you worry about a horn or somebody yelling at you. You got to worry about somebody pulling out a gun and hot. shooting. Yes. You. <laughs> you talk about extreme anger. Yes. Right. I, you know, I mean, there's no way that that type of anger can align with be angry and sin. Not right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we can see how that we have to keep our our emotions and our, our feelings, our 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 heart. Aligned with the word of God We're going to properly love Him. Now now what about the the next one Where it says with all your soul What does that mean? Soul here Is talking about your your physical uh, Life It's talking about uh, Life itself Now To love God completely We can't hold our lives So dear to us that if it came down to it, we would forsake God to sustain our life. But Bible talks about it. Now listen, I'm not, I'm not here to say, oh, you know, you've got to sign up to be a martyr. No. no, I'm not saying that. But you know, there may come a time where you have to make a stand for God. Maybe it's something on your job. Maybe they're asking you to, to do something that doesn't align with the word of God. And, you know, you're going to do this or you're not going to get that promotion. Okay, I guess I'm not going to get that promotion. Because I'm not going to do something that doesn't align with the word of God. And so we have to be willing to make sacrifices in our life for God. Amen. And, and, and in order to, to love people, we have to be able to do that you know, so that we'll love them. We'll, we'll have to be able to make sacrifices to love other people.
0: That's right. Mm. Come on.
1: Like I said, many people throughout the Bible became martyrs. If you ever had to do that, how do you feel about that? How, how many, be honest with me, how many of you ever thought about the martyrs and thought, I wonder if I'd be willing to do that I, I think I think we probably all have. and you know I mean it's hard to say without being in that situation but those people didn't have any doubts yeah. right you know the, the the three Hebrew children when they stood before the king they said we're not careful to answer you on this battle yeah. <laughs> God can either save us from the fiery furnace Or he can take us home. It doesn't matter. That's right. Whatever he does, we're not going to bow down. Daniel, when he was facing the lions, then what did he do? He kept praying. Amen. He did. That's right. You you think about these that were you know that were martyred for God, and how that they absolutely would not back down or turn from God. when it came to their life. That's right. So what's the Bible say about that? Well, John twelve twenty five tells us he that loveth his life shall lose it, and he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto eternal life. That's right. Now like I said, we may not be asked to become a martyr for Christ, but do you love your life so much that there are some things that you would not be willing to do, or or maybe some things that you wouldn't be able to uh, or willing to give up for God or for his kingdom. That's
2: right.
1: Yeah. That's right. When we talk about loving God with all of our, our, our soul, that's what God, that's what Jesus is talking about. Yes. Do, you, do you love your this this act of being alive yes. and having you know breath in your body? Yes. Is that so dear to you that you would be willing to uh, to, to forsake the Word of God? Yeah. Right. And then finally, in, in that in, in in that scripture, it talks about our uh, with all your mind. Yes. Now, our mind is our intellect or our learner. Our uh, our world places so much importance right now on um, you know on education. Yes. And unfortunately, they place that on secular knowledge and not on knowledge of the Word of God. That's right,
0: that's right. You know,
1: it used to be that in schools they would pray and you know they'd read the Bible and they'd talk about things of God, and now they don't want any part of it. Yeah, that's right. Matter of fact, if you try to pray in school, then you know. Right. I, I, I used to love the, the bumper sticker that said as long as there are tests there will be prayer in school. <laughs> yes. And, and I can I can definitely tell you that I prayed before my tests. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> You know, but our, the Bible talks about worldly knowledge. So let me give you let me give you a couple of scriptures here.
0: Um, Ecclesiastes twelve and twelve. By these my
1: son be admonished of of making many books there is no end, mm. and much study is a weariness of the flesh. That's right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Listen. It, it, I don't care what topic you want to pick. If you want to book for it, it's out there. Absolutely. And, and okay. probably there are a multitude of books on that topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. You can go on the internet and everybody has an opinion about you, that topic. Okay. Yeah. Experts that are writing about that topic.
2: Yeah, Right.
1: And, and there is so much information out there. If you want to study it, man, just dive in. You know, it's, it's, it's wearisome to try to go through it. Right. Yes. Right. But then the Bible also talks about godly knowledge mm-hmm. in 2 Timothy chapter 2. It says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, yes. but shun Profane and, and vain, vain babblings. That's right. For they will increase unto more ungodliness. Amen.
0: Listen. Let me
1: pastor for a moment. Listen, we need to turn off some of the vain and ungodly babblings in our life. Mm-hmm. Right. Not with Jesus. Profane things that profane the word of God, things that profane the name of God. Mm -hmm. We we shouldn't be allowing those things into our life. We shouldn't be allowing them into our into our mind, into our intellect. Why do we want to allow things that are contrary to God's word into our life? The Bible tells us that they will increase unto not unto more godliness. No. They say it's going to increase in you, the ones that participate in that, that allow those things, unto more ungodliness. Yep. Right. Yes. Vain babblings are going to push you away from God, not draw you near to God.
2: Yes.
1: Now listen, I'm still pastor, all right? <laughs> How much time... Do we spend, as I said we, how much time do we spend in prayer, in fasting, in in, uh, studying the scriptures? How much time do we invest in that versus the time that we spend with politics and with Hollywood and with entertainment and with sports?
0: Oh, it hurts. Yes, yes. yes. Well, you know, it's true.
1: That's right. Yes. It's so just to, you know, turn on the TV, turn on the computer, you know, yes. whatever it is, and, and just, you yes. know, I mean, yes. growing up, we have three channels mm-hmm. and didn't get any of them, good. And we didn't have a remote, so if I wanted to change it, I had to get up yes. and walk up and change yes. yes. it. About true Mark, go no change, change.
2: <laughs>
1: But now it's so convenient, it's so easy. You know, you push a button and it changes Yeah. If you want to watch sports, not only can you watch sports 24 hours a day you can pick what sport you want to watch and you can watch that 24 hours there you go you know listen we used to not be able to watch football until it was football season we couldn't watch baseball until you know spring and it started up right now you can watch baseball year round you can watch you know games from years and years ago. You can watch this past season. You can watch current ones. You can watch, you know, all kind of different minor leagues and major leagues. You can watch baseball that they're playing overseas and in other nations. Yes. Yeah, you can watch Little League. You can watch women's softball and women's uh, events and men's events. And, I mean, it's just whatever you want. You can consume your time with it. but. It doesn't do you any good. Mm-hmm. How much better would your time be spent studying the Word of God, yes, or, yes, or, or feeding something, or something into, into your soul yes, that's going, it's going to be right, beneficial? Right. They have a uh, uh, used to have a saying, you know, not so much anymore, but they used to have a saying about computers that computers are only as good as the information that you put into them. Now they ought to say that <laughs> about the internet. Yes. Listen, if, if you're on social media, the the comments that are there. Listen, unless you can back those up and prove those, please don't take those as gospel. That's right. Amen. That's true. Just because somebody says it, don't That's mean that it's so.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: <laughs> misinformation. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Absolutely, brother. Did you read my notes? That's a, that's literally the next thing I had written down. Because that is such a powerful thing. Is that saying, guy? If you put garbage into something, you're going to get garbage out of it. my mind. With garbage, yes. Guess what's going to come out of me? Oh, that's garbage. Right. That's right. And negativity too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now. Uh, you know, sometimes pastors just didn't need. It. But I, I just, man, I felt prompted by the Holy Ghost that I need to say this. Promise me that you'll still love me. <laughs> because it's for your own good. In love right. you. <laughs> How many of you are going to sit down and watch uh, a religious ceremony? Uh, by false religions that worship false gods. Anybody, you know, this past week, you know, oh man, I, I turned on this uh, satanic channel okay, and I, I was watching it, you know, do satanic rituals. No. no, 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 we don't do that. Yeah. Now, how many of you sit down and watch things by people that call themselves Christians? But teach things that are absolutely contrary to the word of God. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why do you want to take that in? That's right. Listen, just because there's some truth there, there's some good things there, there's also some lie and some deception in there. That's right. And when our brain takes it in, oh, we may, we may be rational adults and say, oh, well, I don't believe that. Okay, but your brain's still taking that in and it files it away. That's right. And in a moment of weakness, maybe maybe Satan brings that thought into your mind. Guess what your brain does? it goes back and searches through the files and pulls up this because that's information that was put in and yes. pulls this up and that's information that was put in and it pulls up things that are not true. Yes. Things that are contrary to the word of God. Yes. Things that don't align with right teaching, yes. Things that are vain babblings of man because yes. they want to uh, uh, please the, the itching ears of yes. people yes. <laughs> instead of preaching the word of God. Yeah, that's right. that's true. The Bible warns us that people are going to have itching ears, and if their ears yeah. are itching, there's going to be some man or woman out there that's going to look and say, "Oh, let me scratch that for yeah. you, it's so good that, good. that I can, I can, you know, make something of myself." Amen. That's
2: right. It's
1: true. Yeah. Come on, Rich. Mm. Awesome. We have got to learn to guard our minds we've got to learn to make sure that the things that we're setting before us are things that are true and right and holy things that are pleasing to God things that are not just some contrived idea or concept from man but something that aligns with God's word amen Amen. 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 good Good reports I can remember growing up there was this guy that called himself a Christian, and I, yeah. I never believed I never believed that this was even there until finally uh, somebody had told me about it. And they said, "Turn to you know this channel at this time, and you'll see." And I went on there, and there was this. He was a big, old, heavy set old guy with a big beard. He he was always angry. <laughs> he's up there and he's preaching. Supposedly, he's a Christian. Supposedly, But the whole time he's sitting there in his chair kind of leaned up with a, a, a mean look on his face like this. He had a big old cigar in between his fingers and he's puffing on his cigar and he's sitting there preaching and he's cussing and he'll stop about every five minutes and say, Listen, if you, don't, if you don't get up and pick up the phone and call in and, and send me some money, that's it. I'm just not going to preach anymore.
2: Oh, I'm God. just going to sit here, and, and we're not going
1: any further. Yeah. And he sit there and berate people. And all of a sudden, you start hearing some phones ringing in the background. And I'm thinking to myself, What in the world are you people thinking? Why would you send this guy a penny? He just gave you an out. Don't send (laughs) him money; he won't (laughs) preach anymore. Now I know that most people that you know that are out there today—they're not preaching those extremes.
0: That's right. But neither did Satan. True.
1: In the garden, the serpent didn't say, Oh, that's all just lies, and you know, you can do whatever you want, and you know, God's not God. No, all he did was he said, Well, surely die.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You're not really gonna die. He said you've died, but you won't really die. Mm-hmm. You'll right. still be alive. Mm-hmm. Just one little subtlety. Yes. Why do we want to to, to allow Men and women to speak into our lives. And, and they may, like I said, they may have some, some really good things that they say. But then when it comes to salvation, they'll preach a gospel that doesn't align with the word of God. Amen. Or, or, or they'll, they'll preach some things about holiness that doesn't align with the word of God. Why, why would we listen to that? Why would we allow that in? Because that brings confusion.
2: And it leads
1: us, like the word said, it leads us down that path to ungodliness. Let me give you a, a few examples in the scripture of us, why we must guard our minds. I thought this one was a very powerful passage. In Ezekiel chapter, chapter 11 and verse 5, the writer here says, And the Spirit of the Lord fell upon me and said unto me, Speak. So the prophet here is is in the presence of God And the presence of God, the spirit of God said I want you to say what I'm about to tell you And he said, thus saith the Lord Thus have ye said, O house of Israel For I know the things that come into your mind Every one of them not the things that, that you know, that, that come out of your mind, But the, the the Lord was speaking and warning them, saying, listen, I know the garbage that you're putting into your minds. I know all of the garbage that you're putting into your minds.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and he went further in this chapter to talk about how that it was because of that that it was going to lead them to, To a point that he was going to have to bring judgment upon them. Mm. You know, I I read something today and and as I read it, it just kind of jumped out to me about Job. Did you know that, that Job had to take a test that he wasn't prepared for? Mm-hmm. It was when the Lord began to uh, to, to talk to job he, he kind of answered job. job had been had been talking and saying some things and God said, Who is that that darkeneth counsel with word or by words without knowledge man that's some strong words and the Lord said, Who's talking about something they don't know anything about? Yes. The next verse: the Lord says, Gird up now thy loins like a man. Mm-hmm. For I will demand of thee and answer thou me. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Job was facing a, a, a pop quiz, if you want. Mm-hmm. Huh. God showed up and said, all right, take out your pens. We got a test today. And just like we did, we were like, a test? Nobody told me there was a test. I'm sure Job was thinking the same thing. Right. He was like, what in the world? God's going to test me now? And he began, that's where he began to ask Job about where were you when I hung the stars? Where were you when I formed the seas? What are you talking about son? You don't know what you're talking about. Stop spewing words that, that are not correct. Mm. First Peter chapter one and verse 13 tells us wherefore gird up the loins of your mind Be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now to gird up means to put on a protective uh, gear, protective clothing. Mm -hmm. The Bible refers to it as the loins of the mind. Gird up the loins of your mind. Listen, it's important for us to guard our minds. Yes. Because our minds, if we're to love God, our minds, all of our minds have to align with God and his word. Our thoughts have to align with those. Our intellect, our our knowledge, our understanding, it has to align with the word of God. If if it doesn't align with the word of God, then then our intellect is, is, it's wrong. I, you know, there's no easy way to say it. If, you know, if, if we think that two plus two equals four and God says no, it equals five. Guess what? It equals five. I, I can't explain it, but God's word is true. Yes. yes. Oh, that's right. and, and he's got greater knowledge and understanding than right. I'll ever have. That's and right. than more than you'll ever have. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Now for those out there, yes, I know two plus two does equal four. <laughs> but if God wanted to change it, he could. That's Sometimes we have to tell our brains to stop. Mm. That's true. You know, sometimes I'll be, you know, I'll, I'll look at something and, and all of a sudden my mind will want to go and, and go chasing something. And, and I've got to go, whoa, great. Just stop right there. That's right. The, the, the very beginning of what you started uh, started wondering about doesn't align with the Word of God, so you're misled already. Amen. Right. The Word of God says this, and so all the rest of that is off course because it's already taken a detour. That's, mm-hmm. right. That's right. And sometimes we have to do that. Sometimes, you know, there'll be something and 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 our, our our brains, our minds will go, oh no, that's that's too big for me to handle. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't, I, I I just I can't, you know, there's no way I'm gonna get out of this one. Mm-hmm. Just tell your brain to stop. Amen. Because Amen. you serve a God that is able. And, and God said that you will fairly. If if there's something that's too big for you, it's not too big for God. Amen. And and you're his child, and so our Father never leaves us for Satan. Amen. Amen. That's right. He is going to be there and he's going to take care of us. Now the last thing that I want to talk about, and I'm going to move quickly through this, but it's important, is that we have to. Not only love God with all of, our, all of our being, but we also have to love our neighbor as ourselves. Amen. There's Jesus. a reason why I live on land. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we all struggle with this sometimes. Not that we're bad people, but we're all different. That's right. We all have different opinions and different ideas. We like different colors. We like different, you know, different foods. We like different things. We're all individual and we're different. And so because of those differences, there's some, you know, there's some things there that that can rise up. Right. But, you know, and eventually you may have the the best neighbor in the world, but eventually there's gonna be some disagreement. And, and the Bible here is not just talking about the person that lives on either side. They're talking about everything Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. But to love them as I love myself, that's a big order. Because I can't ever think of a time where, you know, I may have got mad with myself, but I didn't ever stop loving me. I, I may have disagreed with some things that I ended up doing. I may look back and say, Mark, you were stupid. Why'd you do that? You should have known better than that. But I didn't stop loving you. That's
2: right.
1: And, and I, I wouldn't do anything to hurt me. Um, you know, I, 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 I can't understand these people that, you know, burn themselves, yeah. cut themselves, and yeah. you know. No. <laughs> Just absolutely no. I love me. I, I don't want to hurt me. <laughs> I, I want to take good care of me. That's right. and the Bible says that's the way we ought to look at other people. That's the truth.
2: Mm. Yeah. God
1: loves people just the way they are, just like He loved you and me when we were still sinners. He didn't love the sin, but He loved you and me. Yeah. And He loves every individual. That same way.
0: That's
1: right. yeah. You know, we're in the news right now there's there's this uh conflict that's yes. going on. Yes. There are some people there that very probably have some um some selfish motives. Yes. And I don't know that we even really know what those the, the full extent of what those motives are yet. Right, but I can promise you, there's some self-serving motives behind this. Yes, and we can look at you know different individuals. We can look at different people that are you know in the news and they're talking and what they're saying, and we go, oh, you know, man, I can't stand that, and you know that person's so wrong in that, and 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 if if we're not careful, we can find ourselves going, I just, I really don't like that guy. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) On. <laughs> I, I was talking with Sister Jennifer and, and we were kind of laughing about the fact that we've heard people say well, I love them because I've got to but I hate their guns. <laughs> <laughs> I love their soul but I hate their guns. <laughs> Sometimes we have that attitude. Yeah, right. and, and you know, listen, I can't say that, that God is, is much different than that because he loves our soul. Yeah. But he hates Amen. sins. Amen. He he hates the abominations yeah. that take place yeah. in people's lives. Yeah. That yeah. people commit he hates those things. He he hates the the rebellion and the evil and the witchcraft and the sins and the you know the the perversion and all of these things. He hates that yes. it's so in his face. Yes, right, it yes. is absolutely contrary to what he, as the creator, the God that loves us, made us to be. Amen. Yes. Oh, but thank God that even through all of that, he said, Hallelujah. "I still love him. Oh. I still love them. It doesn't matter how bad they are. I still love them. That's right. God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank
0: you,
1: Jesus. Hallelujah. He loved us so much, and He wanted us to be delivered from the bondage of sin. And so He sacrificed Himself that that could be accomplished. That's right. He gave himself his uh, what what we studied just a minute ago. That would be the soul, that that life. He laid his life down for you and I. Mm-hmm. He shed his blood. He became that martyr that we talked about. He died for the sake of Christ for 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 the plan of God. Oh, but thank God he didn't remain dead. Yes. He rose again came out victorious took the keys of death hell and the grave with him and he laid out a plan of salvation for you and I and guess what it doesn't stop with you and I he laid that same plan out for the the worst sinner in the world those mass murderers that are on death row that same plan of salvation for them those, those people that commit terrible atrocities, that same plan of salvation is for them. Amen. Amen. The, 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 the ones that abuse their families. Mm-hmm. The ones that, that you know rob and steal and cheat and lie and whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That plan of salvation is for them. That's,
2: That's right. right. And he's
1: made it so simple. Repent, be baptized in Jesus' name and be filled with the Holy Ghost. It's that easy, and it can, you can be
0: washed clean from all of that. Amen.
2: Amen.
0: You know, we
1: think about loving our neighbors right now, and sometimes it's a it's a challenge. There's there's people that it's just hard to love.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm sure there's probably some people that, you know, maybe some names that are going through your mind. It's hard to love that person. But you got to. Absolutely. You, you, don't, you don't have to have that, 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 that love of, you know, mankind like, you know, oh, I love my wife, I love my kids, I love my family. No, you have to have the love of God for them. You them through God's eyes and say, that's one of God's children, and he still wants them saved. Now, if that is a tall order for us right now, can you just imagine how tough that's going to be as the end times approach and these signs that the Bible tells us will, will start happening in the world? The wars and rumors of wars, the the, the tribulations that will come upon the earth, and the the death and destruction that that, happens up until the time of the tribulation begins. Those those kind of precursors to the tribulation, the, the terrible things that start happening, start happening. And you know what? We're living in this world still. This is, this is before the rapture takes place. We're still here, and we see those things happening. And, and God hasn't, you know, tried to surprise us. He's given us his word and says, hey, listen, these things are going to come about. Nice. Look, look in, the, you know, in the Gospels. You can read about them.
2: Yes.
1: You don't even have to go to Revelation to start reading about them. you read reading the Gospels where Jesus talked about these things are going to come. When we see those things start happening, and we're affected by it, economies start collapsing, wars are taking place, there's famines, there's all these different things that are starting to come onto the world, and, and people are being affected by this. You know what? The ones that are being disobedient to God, they're the source of why this is happening. True. It's God sending those things to try to get their attention yes. To try to shake them To yes. try to wake them up And say listen there's still hope for you There's still a way that you can come to repentance There's still time I don't want this to catch you unaware And so those things are happening But now we're we're in this world and we're being affected How much more difficult is it going to be During those times for us to look at the sinner And say Oh, man, I sure love you. (laughs) Listen, we we better develop a love for our neighbor right now. And we we better pray and say, God, help me with that. Help yes, me to love people the way you love people, God. Oh, because if we don't start that right now, when the end time appears and, and those things start happening, we're going to have a really difficult time trying to love someone that's the source of why these things are happening. Amen.
2: Amen.
1: Thank God we're not alone in trying to accomplish these tasks. Amen. Amen. On my own, I'd fail miserably and so would you. Mm-hmm. But God sent us the Holy Ghost yeah. that will lead us and guide us into all truth. Yeah. And it's a strength that helps us, it teaches us, it guides us. Without it, there's no way that we would be able to live and be pleasing to God. Right. stand with me right now I'm going to close with one passage of scripture out of John 15 beginning in verse 13 it says greater love hath no man than this that a man would lay down his wife for his friend ye are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you henceforth I call you not servants and he goes on about that but then in verse 17 he says, these things I command you that you love one another Yes. Jesus talks about what love is, being willing to lay down your life for a friend yes. That's the greatest measure of love according to Jesus. And then he commands us, love one another. Yeah. love one another. He didn't say, well, just love your brothers and sisters in the church. Just love your family. Just love those that that are nice to you. Those that dress nice. Those that act the way that you do. And and those that agree with you. No, he said, love one another Love those that are different from you. Love those that dress funny. Love those that, that, that don't agree with you. Love those that don't even agree with God. Man, that's some hard teaching. That's where where we have to really rely on the Holy Ghost. That's where we have to pray and say, God, I'm trying to be a good servant. I'm trying to be a good child of yours. And you've instructed me to love one another. I sure need your help. Amen. And if any any man asks of God, God'll come. He'll show up. He'll be that help to you. Amen. Today, if we want our life to be pleasing to God, it's no surprise. It's 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 not a mystery how we can be pleasing. He's laid it out for us. He wants us to follow his plan of salvation. Well, that makes me happy. It restores us to a right relationship with God. Yeah. It brings us back into the Father's house with the blessings of God that are, that are attached to that, tied upon it. Yeah. It brings us back into the the right the, the the right mind, because through salvation, it says that our mind is made new; it's transformed. Our way of thinking is like His, because we're we're restored into the image of our Father. Amen. Oh. As we progress through the Christian life, Scripture instructs us to instructs us to you know to be holy, for He's holy. To live righteously. Yes. To do things that are pleasing. Things that fulfill one of those emotions that make God happy. Amen.
2: That's
1: right. That's right. Yeah. Listen, if, you know, I, I learned that as a, as a very young child. If there was something that I wanted, I knew the things that made mom and dad happy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Listen, I
1: didn't raise the front yard for nothing. <laughs> I didn't do the dishes just because there were dishes to be done. I wanted to make them happy for some reason. <laughs> Listen, we, yeah, you know, we don't play games like that with God, yeah. because God loves us and He's going to provide for us as His children, no matter what. Yeah. My parents
0: provided for me right well,
1: but. We do try to do the things that please him. Yes. Because you want your parents to be happy. Yes. You want God
0: to be happy. Right. Yes.
1: Hmm. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah.
0: I hope that something
1: that I've said today has has been a motivation to you. Has, has opened up some understanding in your life. So that you can learn how to love God and to love your neighbor better because that's what we have to start it all because those are the two greatest commands why don't we just raise our hands right now let's thank God Lord we love you today God we worship